0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie. Do you like the way I said that? Devotional life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ready to get
0: going. Because there's life when you do devotions. Mm. Because our devotions have to do with connecting with the Lord and primarily through the Word of God. And so, where are we today, Jeannie?
1: Well, we're still in Ephesians six and verse seventeen, and it reads, "Take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God."
0: Isn't that interesting The Bible uses that word "sword"
1: mm-hmm. when
0: it speaks of the word of God?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just that's just striking to me. You know, it doesn't say you know uh, the book of knowledge or you know whatever else could be said about <clears throat> the Bible in general. It says, "Take up the sword."
1: <laughs> yes
0: sounds like you're ready for combat or something's gonna happen here you know this is serious
1: right and i think that sword is going to be um used to uh defend ourselves as well as bring truth in and also on the offense when we're talking with others or having um others come at us you know yes sure we want to share truth uh yes
0: right i for me i believe that it starts with our own hearts Uh, i don't know if this is too graphic of terminology but the word of god is strong enough the sword of the spirit is strong enough to cut away things that shouldn't be in our life and shows us those things that need to be dealt with Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I think that the first and most blessed place and most wonderful thing is for the word of God to go to work on our own lives and our own hearts and thinking. And and uh, that, that's what excites me, because then I believe once I allow the word of God to work on me, then I believe that I have something then I can offer to others.
1: And it's a course correction for yourself because we're being uh, inundated all the time by the world and the enemy whispering yeah. to us and how can we get our needs met and what's truth and oh, yeah. uh, all that can be so muddled. Right. And uh, when we see clear from God's perspective, because he, he's speaking his life into us through his words then all of a sudden we look up and we see whatever's going on in our life our own actions other people's actions and it becomes simpler and clearer and we have a direction to take our next step with
0: that's good that's good so we're not left alone floundering floundering
1: (laughs) yes well, we talked about a few times back that we can have the mind of Christ. Yes. So how do we have the mind of Christ? We receive the mind of Christ through prayer right. and also through the Holy Spirit is living inside of us. So yes. he obviously knows God's mind. Yes. And then he gives that to us through prayer and also through reading his word, which is God recording his, his thoughts down for us to actually read.
0: Yeah. And so, Jesus speaks about those who hear his voice, then follow him. Right. Those that are his hear his voice and then follow him. Right. And where do we hear his voice? But in the word of God. And are we listening? Are we listening every day to his voice? Do we know what he's even said? I think a lot of people are, may find themselves lacking in knowing all the things that Jesus said. And right. there's life there.
1: I think it goes back to the desire in your heart to ask you ask yourself, do you really want to hear from God? Oh, that's good. You know, because back in John chapter one, Jesus came into the world, it says, and he was light and Ooh. brought light and truth and those that were his own didn't want anything to do with him because yeah. they wanted to hide in the darkness to cover up their deeds. So as for me and myself
0: <laughs> And me, myself and I. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I've become disillusioned with what the world has to offer, and I really have a longing to hear God's voice. I want to hear His voice all day long. So (laughs) I I start out my day praying, asking Him to forgive me, to to get anything out of the way that might be blocking it, and then I want to hear His voice, and I I tell the Lord, please turn up the volume so that I'll recognize what you have to say with every situation I come through in the day. And again, there's that time that we really study and we really are learning so that we can have that storehouse that we talked about last time or the right. bank account inside of us so the Holy Spirit can bring that up. Yes. Like we mentioned, this is called, um, this verse is ties in the sword of the Spirit so, and we kind of talked about it last time it's the Holy Spirit once we have it stored in our heart, yeah, and we've listened to His voice, and He tells us when to pull it out, when to pull that sword out, and when to use it, so I think that's really, really cool. So there's a verse that reminded me of the Word of God being a sword, so I'd like to read that great could talk about it, okay, it's in uh Hebrews verse. I mean, chapter four, verse 12. I'm going to read the New Living Translation. And then we'll read um, verse 13 afterwards. But let's start with this one. It says, for the word of God is alive and powerful. So right there, that's huge. Yes. It is. It's God speaking. Yes. So it's um, like you and I are speaking to each other. Our words coming out of our mouth are alive. (laughs) (laughs) They're not just something that, you know, printed down that you... Read, but it's actually you and I are conversing. And so the word of God is alive and powerful. Hmm. So it's got life because it's God speaking and it's powerful. When God speaks, he created the whole universe with this word, it says (laughs) in Genesis, right? He spoke and it happened. Wow. So his word is powerful. Yes. And so, again, it starts with your heart because I want to hear God's voice. I know you do, too. So it says, the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, mm. cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Wow. What a description.
0: Yes. You... You may not think of that as being the Bible, being the word of God, but that's exactly what it is. There's another translation that uses that same verse, Hebrews 4.12, and says uh, that all of God's word, is, it's all God-breathed.
1: Yeah, I like that, great God-breathed. I think that's New King James. Yeah,
0: and think of it for a moment. God is eternal, and he's the only eternal being. He has no beginning, has no end, and when the eternal being speaks it just keeps on going there's no stop to it and or it's quit not return it. void the that's right
1: says. so okay so we want to hear god's voice so it's sharper so that's that makes you kind of cringe but again we're talking bit. about a soldier <clears throat> and he's right. getting all of his equipment on and he's right. pulling up the the sword yeah. for battle and so, but it says it's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. So yeah. that means there's nothing sharper than it. it, it it's right. cutting between soul and spirit. It said, wow. pretty heavy. Yeah. So what do you have to say with something discerning? Because I, I automatically thought of a soulish experience. Yeah, no, and a, a spiritual experience. Sure. And sometimes churches will have a lot soulish of soulish experiences. experiences. <laughs> Which aren't necessarily bad that's if you're right. wanting to get no. entertained, right? But the spiritual yeah. experience is God breathed, yeah, and that's what I want. Yeah, and so it it deciphers between what is just soulish and what is actually God breathed.
0: Yeah. Now this is all really good. I'm I, I'm I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, preach it, genie. This <laughs> is this is dynamic, powerful. This will change your life. This will impact you. And then the gracious thing to me is I have the word delivered to me. It's alive in me. And then I can turn around and share it like we are right now, sharing it with other people. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that, I don't know, whatever concept you have of the word of God, let this verse that we're talking about now, Hebrews 4.12, let it rewrite your image or your thought about the word of God. When you look at your Bible or you look at your, at the red letter edition of the Bible where all the words of Jesus are in red, just think of how powerful that is coming toward you. And we are out of time.
1: Again, okay. Boy, <laughs> we just got started. Okay. Yeah.
0: Father, thank you so much for today. And thank you for loving us. Thank you for giving us your voice, your word, your breathing into our lives with the word of God. Please, Lord, develop in each one of us a hunger for your word and let it work out beautiful things. For we pray this in Jesus' wonderful name. And everyone says, Amen. God bless you. See you soon.